Welcome to the Sportsman's Voice Podcast, your inside connection to outdoor legislation. From the beltway to policy happening your way, we're covering it all. I'm your host, Fred Bird. Join us as we explore public land access, wildlife and fisheries management, Second Amendment rights, the triumphs that shape our nation, the sports we all love, and the stories that fuel our passion for the great outdoors. This is the Sportsman's Voice Podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I am your host, Fred Bird, and welcome to the Sportsman's Voice Podcast. It is a pleasure to be here with you all, and welcome into the, uh, well, I guess technically the first episode of the Sportsman's Voice Podcast. We are your inside connection to outdoor legislation, and as the intro states, we're going to dive into it all, folks. Um, this first episode here is is our introduction. It's getting to know you, getting to know me, uh, me getting to say hello to you guys and learn a little bit about me and, you know, where we're going with this, this program. I am no, uh, no stranger to the podcasting world for a number of years. Uh, I have hosted, produced, interviewed many people uh, in the book and bullet space, uh, primarily uh, bullet. Great passion for turkey hunting, all, all hunting truly. But a lot of the storytelling came from that side of the house, conservation stories, habitat work, you know, all those kind of things. And what's really neat about this program is for me personally, as a host is getting ready to dive into the policy world in the conservation space and the angling space and the 2A space. And we always got to touch on it in prior projects, but never got to dive into it or have the access to the policymakers, to the people that are writing legislation, uh, to the to the decision makers, really. Um, and we're going to bring you all of that. You know, my my goal always with with uh, podcast projects and and these shows is to bring bring the professionals, bring the industry type people on, so you can get to know them, know that they're human beings, they're they're more than pitch men, pitch women. They're more than just uh, these ambiguous folks that you may see on the news for 30-second, 60-second sound bites, right? Pulling that curtain back, the inside baseball, if you will, of what we do. And, uh, you know, here at Congressional Sports Foundation, that's pretty interesting. Uh, definitely uh, to bring you both sides of the aisle. Um, those that are familiar with my work in the past, and, and as this audience gets to know me a little bit, you're going to hear that theme come up quite a bit. What I have found over the years is that we're not so, you know, binary. The, this is not uh, uh, everyone fits into a tidy little form, right? You know, this, this, we live in a world of memes now, right? Everything's so concise and you either fit into, a, you know, this, this stereotypical meme, this FUD, this Elmer FUD meme in the, in the hunting space and that, that elicits all these invokes all these different stereotypes and uh with that comes you must sit on a certain side of the the political spectrum well i think most of us if we're being truthful and i'm here to tell you that couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth and and i look to shed a good light on that and and prove it by bringing on uh policy politicians from both sides middle center right whatever you want to call it uh, put the Venn diagram on there, start filling in all the blanks, and eventually we're going to meet in the middle. Um, 
I've proven that with many of my friends. Uh, we are, you know, when you put us on on that political Venn diagram, we are most things worlds away from each other, right? But on, in the conservation space, the things that matter on the natural world, man, we we fall right almost in line. We find ourselves in that that cross section, right in the middle, and. uh you know, if we focus on the things that matter, like, and especially when it comes to hunting, fishing, trapping, recreational shooting, and our freedoms, there's a whole lot of us that agree. Now, the peripheral stuff aside, focus on the stuff that matters, and that's what we're going to bring to you here. And that's, that's what I hope we do in a very entertaining, thoughtful, uh, and purposeful way. There's a myriad of, of topics Congressional Sportsman's Foundation policy team works on. Of that, I am... Uh, full disclosure, a member of, I am the assistant manager in the New England States and uh, recently the lead here in the mid-Atlantic States north to the Canadian border. So, you know, my colleagues and myself, we're working on a whole host of, of items, you know, everything from Sunday hunting laws and certain, you know, there's still some states out there with Sunday hunting issues. Big five bans, imports, so African hunting, conservation overseas, what's that mean and how's that work for hunters bringing their stuff back? We're engaged on things like that. You know, lead bans, working on the refuge systems. There's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of items, chronic wasting disease, 30 by 30 issues. Uh, and a lot of this stuff, if you don't know what it is, you're going to get to know. We're going to, we're going to bring these things up and dissect them and, and, get them to you in, in, in very digestible ways, not very heady or wonkish sort of way. It's wonky stuff, but we're going to present it in a way that can come away from a 60 to 90 minute investment of your day, your time, maybe you've spread over a couple of days and you're like, ah, I got that. And one thing I have found too, is that our community, uh, my past audiences and, and the conservation community in large part is extremely engaged uh, when it comes to wanting information, um, seeking the right information, and then challenging that information. You know, uh, it's not uncommon for, you know, a regular Joe Sixpack to be like, I want to see a peer-reviewed journal article on X. And you say that to most people on the street, they're, what are you talking about? Peer-reviewed, what? Journals? What? What are we... When it comes to the science, when it comes to the conservation, when it comes to factual numbers, all right, show me, show me the empirical evidence that, that can back up, you know, a potential ban on lead jigs or lead ammunition, you know, show me the science that proves that, show me that Sunday hunting is, you know, a bad thing and then the moratoriums in certain states are, are there for a reason and I can either agree with or, or oppose them, right? Our community constantly wants this information. Man, oh man, are we able to bring that to you on this, this particular program at great depth. But again, I, I come back to it that what we're going to give to you is going to be very, very digestible and very, you know, plain spoken. I want everybody that's listening to this, you know, it's not just our caucus members uh, who are fantastic, who do the work for us, who we love working with, but it's not just them consuming this. This is the, you know, your buddy at the, the Beagle Club or the, the Rod and Gun Club down the street. You're like, hey, the, there's an issue in 
in Oklahoma, we got to tune you into this. This this is what we're doing. So like this show, we're going to cover that, you know, bring you to the state capitals, what's going on in your state, what's happening at the federal level. Of course, that's the, you know, the uber sexy stuff that you'll see on the nightly news, the stuff that'll, you know, grab the industry headlines by the throat and say, oh, there's this, this attack or, you know, here's some great stuff happening. But a lot of the stuff that's happening is on the ground in your backyards. And often that stuff gets looked over. I would challenge that most people probably don't even know, couldn't name a state senator, never mind their, their local uh, representative, right? Or whatever they're called in your states. Councilmen, de- delegates, things like that. There's all different, right? Now, where I live, I, I'm up here in, in New Hampshire, the live free or die state, the Granite State. I think we have the most representation for one of the smallest states, uh, we boast the largest legisla- legislative body, I believe, in, in all 50 states. Um, so I think, you know, we even challenged Texas, right? So, which is like a country unto itself. So there's a lot of people that are making decisions on your behalf throughout our country. And I, like I said, in your backyard that, um, you know, we should know these people. We should know what they're thinking. And especially when it comes to issues that are important to us that, that will affect our ability to go out into the fields and the forests and the lakes and the streams and the oceans and, and, and partake in, in the recreating that we like, the kind of consumptive recreating that, that we enjoy, you know, um, not every state, and this will come to a surprise to a whole bunch. Cause I think so many people think that we, we, we have a right to hunt fish and trap in all of our states. And in fact, we do not. It's uh, about half of the states in the union actually have uh, amended their state constitution, which is a rigorous process in most states, uh, by for good reason, right? Otherwise, we would just constantly be changing this, changing that, changing this, changing that with every new administration. So, I mean, the process needs to be rigorous because these 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 issues are that important. So, I, again, back to the the stat. You're looking at roughly half the country. The other half does not have a right to hunt fish or trap. It's a, it is a privilege. Uh, there's some, some state language that will not rise to the occasion, the, 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 the gravity of a state constitution uh, ratification. But, you know, there, there's some good strong language, but it could be stronger. You know, those rights could be guaranteed and, I tend to think, and I think we tend to think, uh, that that's a, that's a true, true statement, right? And I think our community does. So, so we will bring those kinds of stories. What worked, what worked in, in Maryland? What's going on in Florida? You know, where, where were you almost at the finish line and it didn't work? What are the consequences of that, right? So when you're listening to this and you're wanting to call your, your local representative or your state senator and say, hey, we need to do this. Well, here's, here's some of the steps. Here's how you can do that. We we're going to offer you that information. We're going to bring you uh, our leadership and introduce you to our executive staff. We're going to work to bring you some of our board members. Uh, you know, we have three caucuses, right? Our caucus groups uh, include our sportsmen's caucus, uh, our congressional sportsmen's caucus that was founded in 89, 1989. Uh, from here on out, you'll probably hear me uh, call it the CSC, right? Congressional Sportsman's Caucus. So those are made up of legislators from all the states. 
and uh, you know more more of the notable names, household names you'll hear coming out of that. And then we have our our governor's caucus, our gubernatorial uh, sportsman's caucus. Uh, right now, uh, my governor in the state of New Hampshire is a co-chair, Governor Chris Sununu, who is uh, wrapping up, calling it a career, and we thank him for for his many years of service to the Granite State as well as the governor's sportsman's caucus. And then, uh, of course, out of Louisiana, Governor John Bell Edwards uh, also co-chairs. These are bipartisan organizations, right? These these caucuses. So it's not leaning one one way or another. Uh, we do, and we work very hard to strike that balance. And last, but but certainly not least, is the NASC Council. This is made up of, of representatives from all over the country. Uh, I believe we have representation representation from all the states. Our National Assembly of Sportsmen's Caucuses uh, that was launched in 2004. And current information is uh, we have roughly 2,000 state legislators. That's the number who are members of individual state legislative sportsmen's caucuses, and that that is all 50 states. So we hope to bring you some of those stories and bring you some of those people and let them let them talk about their passions, their passions for, for conservation, the outdoors, angling and shooting sports, why they're, why, you know, why they signed up, why are they members of these different caucus groups and then ultimately our CSF family. And that's going to be some pretty incredible access, honestly. I mean, you're going to have major news networks knocking on these folks' doors, wanting to put them on a calendar for a, you know, a 60-minute, a 60-second, 120-second interview that you're going to get 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock news or just get them for a Twitter quote. And we get to bring you, you know, full hour, hour and a half sit-downs with with people that are literally writing history or in some cases correcting. So that in and of itself is going to be exciting. And again, I referenced earlier our team here, policy team uh, with talented staff from all over the country. Uh, our, the way we're split up, we can talk about that as we get into it, but we have the country divided into different regions. I, I referenced earlier, you know, the Mid-Atlantic on up to, to Maine and the border of New York that I oversee and then, you know, really hone in on the New England states. So that's, that is one region and Southern regions, Gulf region, uh, the Western states are split up. So there, there are extremely talented people on our staff that oversee and manage and work alongside these, these state organizations and, and their leadership. And we're going to bring you those people. We're going to put them on. You're going to hear from our, our like I said, I, I keep saying talented staff. And I will tell you, I've had the pleasure uh, in my professional life to work with some of the best, whether it was my, my Air Force days, um, the late 90s into the early 2000s, um, the talents of people that I worked with in, in the conservation space. And when I joined this team, I was blown away and <laughs> truth be told felt largely uh inadequate uh certainly by longevity in the in the space and, and you know some of the the know-how and understanding of how how things work allows me to to lend my my talents and, and a bit of experience to this team but 
as you'll find out, some of the most articulate and brightest minds, and you just sit there and you listen to them, and it's uh, it's a treat, man. And then you will you will all learn. I think you know when it comes down to these podcasts and when people are tuning in, you know, in a thirty second attention span world, they still they still work. And as long as the storytelling is quality, as long as the people we, we put on for you to listen to and talk about the information that's relevant to you and the information you're seeking uh, is, is presented in a good way and you're coming away with something, you're getting something for the investment in your time, uh, they continue to work and really, really well. So, you know, as we wrap up here, my thoughts, you know, uh, Often you will not hear me monologue this long because uh, there's only so much to say other than that and I can just start reading and you don't want to hear that. But I hope this this first offering here gives you a little flavor of, of, of what we're looking to do, what the goals are. And naturally, as, as this project gets, gets long in the tooth and it evolves, we'll be able to offer you more and create different content from it and bring more access. And definitely... You know, the listening audience, I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. What do you want to hear about? What's happening in your state? What's important to you? Um, and then we can, I mean, it works both ways. This relationship, um, you guys are going to hear me more than I hear you. Uh, however, you know, if you email in or you get on social and drop us some messages about the show, what you want to hear and, and, and give us some feedback as, as the line is set. You know, we are your inside connection to outdoor legislation. That That is... There's some death to that statement. And, uh, you know, we will help where we can and we will work tirelessly to uphold and make sure our way of life, our traditions are not cast to the side and overlooked. Uh, because quite frankly, I think as most people in this, this community know, the sportsmen, sportsmen and women uh, that, that engage in the outdoor sports that, that hunt and spend their dollars on hunting and fishing equipment, uh, recreational shooting, especially through excise taxes. Uh, that's what makes this all work. That's we are, you know, a small group in the grand scheme of the population that are getting it done, uh, for everybody, which is pretty unique. Uh, and we're okay with that. I think, uh, you know, you go all the way back to the the beginning of that self-funding of Pittman Robinson and, and sportsmen and women uh, coming together, being like, hey, uh, we, can, we have a mechanism to make sure this stuff lasts and uh, we're willing to do that. Here's our hand that's raised. Uh, go ahead, we'll, 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 we'll gain the way. So that's it. We want to see these things last and if we're doing things right, in our states, if we're sending the right people to the hill, we can work to keep these things going and make sure that we're leaving something better than we found it, especially to to our kids and grandkids. And eventually the the family members will never meet, right? So that's the idea. Folks, it's been a pleasure putting this first offering together. This is uh, only a fraction of what we intend to put out here. Again, this is a you know, it's going to be released every couple of weeks. That's the plan right now. And again, as we grow and if demand grows, 
and we there is no shortage of content here obviously um you know we will look to uh our efforts but for now you can count on us every other thursday we will release you can look for teasers uh, on our social media and um if you're not signed up let me bring it up here uh the sportsman's voice podcast is uh, an offshoot of our original publication the sportsman's voice and that is an e publication every week every monday in fact uh that hits email boxes about five eastern and uh those are different write-ups from our policy team yours truly uh, also contributes to that so what's happening from around uh, the states the different regions uh, try to bring you something that's going on and keep you informed so that was that was the original and still is and uh like i said i recommend that you sign up for it you can go to congressional sportsman.org uh, backslash newsletter uh you'll be there you can enter your your contact information hit sign up today it's free and then uh, you'll stay informed you'll stay in touch with what's going on our our marketing communications team does a great job of putting that together we're going to bring you stuff that's happening nationally little news items snippets uh hook and bullets snippets from around the the country and then also like i said the the, the meat and potatoes of the uh the weekly offering there so you guys can go there again congressional sportsman.org uh, backslash newsletter backslash sign up there every week you're going to get that uh fired off to your your email account and then you have this uh the audio version of that if you will um, and then, you know, you, you will also do um, weekly roundups of the TSV. So um, what when we weren't on air uh, last week, we're going to bring you a little roundup, what was happening across the country. You can look forward to that feature uh, right away. As soon as we come into this show, uh, boom, we're going to hit you with a TSV roundup, and then we'll get into the show. A uh, little news update, and then we'll bring you to the, the content and then we will uh, we'll wrap. So that'll be the format. And that's what you can look forward to. Again, uh, as we go, I'll, I'll put out the information, the contact, how you can get in touch with us, where you can find us, rate us. And, I, and I'll just go into that now. Uh, we're going to, you will hear us, you're hearing us on every podcast platform uh, where you can find a podcast. And I would encourage you, you're going to hear this one more time, to to follow us, to subscribe, to rate where available and, uh, and help, help this, this new project, uh, get up, stand up on its, its very strong limbs and, uh, climb the charts as I will. So, uh, there's all that. There's the housekeeping. So, um, find us guys socially, tap in there, follow along, stay up to date. And that's it. Uh, on the next offering, we will, uh, like I said, we'll tease that out let you know who's coming on we got a great uh, lineup of, of guests that were uh in the process of booking that we look to bring to you and uh it should be fun thanks for having us along in your day your evening your your sweat session at the gym your ride to the soccer fields or the grocery store wherever you're at across this great nation thank you for having us be a part of your day and tuning in and uh we'll catch up with you next time see ya Thanks for joining us on this edition of the Sportsman's Voice podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your support is crucial, and you can help us out right now by leaving a review 
filling in those five stars where available, sharing this episode with friends and family, and engaging with us socially. CSF can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and X, formerly known as Twitter. Together, we can protect the outdoor sports we love and continue to keep you informed wherever you are. That's it for this week. Until next time, we'll see you later.